This is Healing Through Love. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. Along the way, I get to talk to some incredible friends and loved ones, as well as some experts in the fields of dating, relationships, healing, and wellness, and so much more. And today, I have with me the co-founder of the Ditto app, Luke Connolly. What is Ditto? Well, Ditto is the future of dating. Tired of swiping endlessly through superficial profiles only to be left ghosted or catfished? Say goodbye to the soulless world of modern dating and hello to Ditto. Ditto's video speed dating app prioritizes people instead of profiles through a number of short video speed dates, all from the comfort of your own home. No more mindless swiping, no more ghosting, and no more questioning your self-worth. Ditto is the solution you've been waiting for. You can join the Ditto app at 8 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday and meet up to 10 great New York singles in under an hour. Definitely recommend you all check it out and very excited to talk with Luke a little bit more about the app. But before we do that, just a friendly reminder, if you are loving this podcast, please consider giving a five-star review. It really helps in extending the reach. Also, if you are able to support financially, you can become a monthly donor to the podcast. Just hit the link in the show notes and you can select any amount. Every penny helps in the growth of the podcast. So thank you so much. If you are listening to this episode on Spotify, we have polls and questions at the bottom of each episode that you can play along with. You can also share about how much you're loving this podcast by tagging us on social media at solidarity underscore media or head to solidaritymediaproductions.com to continue the conversation. All right, let's get into today's talk. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have with me the co-founder of Ditto, Luke Connolly. Luke, how are you today? I'm well, Olivia. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's really, really exciting to be here and I'm looking forward to the chat. Yeah, thank you again. I um, was really excited to have you guys like just reach out to me um, and like, you know, ha- hook me up with Ditto to like experience the app. Um, and I, uh, you know, I'm very excited to hear more about like the origin story, just sort of like how you guys started, where this idea came from, how you're just, yeah, where did it start? So um, Ditto, it came from from a number of things. One was uh, subsequent unemployment because of COVID. That was a, was a leading factor. Um, but I kind of worked in, in, the, in the realm for a while. I had worked with uh, a couple of companies, Match.com had done some live events for them, running first in the UK. Then they found me in Canada, where I was living at the time, and, and asked me to do them there, which is great. And I, I kind of had had a you know a good understanding of the apps from you know just my own experience and friends and stuff like that. And then I saw the in person, and my initial thought was, wow, like it's amazing that one of the biggest um, you know online dating companies in the world still have such a prevalence to IRL in real life events. And so it kind of got me thinking, it's like, well, you know, why is that? And then I noticed that the the difference of having me there to kind of facilitate and just get people talking, which I love to do. And then me not doing that was was an incredibly polarizing uh, like difference between the two events. So I realized that, that there was a gap in the market still. And we'd we'd kind of had this idea, or I'd had this idea to go kind of start this this series of events in in Toronto, where I where the company was founded and where I was living at the time. And then COVID happened. So I met uh, my co-founder, actually, actually the two co-founders uh, shortly afterwards. 
the first Greg, I'd met him um, a couple of months before we'd actually worked together. And then I'd actually hired him on a job that I was on uh, just to help out. And we got talking and thought, well, why don't we look at this from a, from a virtual level? And we did some research, we did some test events and, uh, and our old company Isodate was, uh, was born. So we, we kind of ran under that muse for, for two years. Um, we entered into kind of the general space. We did some events for like all kinds of different cities, especially during that first six, seven months. It was a great time. Um, built the the baseline kind of uh, initial product offering. It was all just a web-based platform, computer only, all that kind of stuff. Then we brought mobile optimization, but still on a web-based platform. But obviously we realized to do this on a broader scale, you needed to, to, to go serious and you needed to, to kind of identify things a little bit differently. So yeah, we um we raised our, our pre-seed kind of uh the end of 2020. Yeah, no, no, 2021. Yeah, and then um yeah, I've been kind of like rebranding and, and kind of like getting ready to launch and then launched now in New York. Uh it kind of first event started end of January. So we're kind of very fresh off the boat, but we um we've had a really great response, which has been great. We were enjoying the process and you know, we had an event last night and, you know, when uh, we're very different, we can get into that on, on like obviously the differentials yeah. to, to other apps, but we had like 65 matches last night. So that's 65 wow. new people that have connected from a very smaller, very more intimate event because they got to know people rather than yeah. profiles. That's amazing. Congratulations. Um, yeah, Thank that's you. an incredible, very quick kind of rise which is exciting um and yeah i do think like the pandemic man that that has just really effed up dating in like all kinds of different ways i'm curious like so obviously there were there were you know issues with modern dating prior to the pandemic as well just in general but like now i think since then for some reason like our ability to communicate to connect just feels so much harder i don't know if you have noticed like any big like major mistakes or things that we're doing now in modern dating that you know maybe you like ditto or you guys like are really hoping to um to tackle um, so I think I think the first thing I'd say is that we are all making major issues and we have been doing it pre-pandemic and, and now we're doing it again post-pandemic. And the first, you know, the, the main point here is, is to tell you and to tell me and to tell anyone else that's out there single, it's not you. You're right. It, it isn't you. But the, 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 the spin on that is it's not them either. The problem is, is the way that you're going about dating is incorrect because it's, it's the most human personalized experience that you'll have in life. And so what we've become is is very kind of fickle, very throwaway with how we look at the apps, how we swipe, all of that kind of man- mantra around it. We don't really take it seriously. And that's for a range of reasons. We've been burnt, we've been hurt, we, you know, we're too busy, we've got a lot going on in our lives. So I think it's funny to me because if I said to you, hey, you're going to go for this job and you're going to be in this job for three years, you're going to bust your ass to make sure that that application, that CV, that cover letter you know, is keyworded, is, is you know, very relevant for that company and makes you stand out. And yet if I say to you, hey, listen, I think you should prioritize one to two hours a week where you really focus on communication, talking and trying to set up actually engaged conversation and meetings with, with people that might be a good partner. It, it's weird to you. It's like, well, I'll get to it when I get to it. It's like, okay, well, you know, you can't expect good results. And this is this is the sad thing is that everyone's saying the same thing. Everyone's so frustrated. And this is the thing that breaks my heart. It's that, you know, and I, and, I, and guys will miss 
align and women will misalign and oh all the guys are the worst well the problem is you're dating the same crappy two and a half three percent of guys and for the guys saying the same thing you're dating the same two to three percent and if you're watching those videos and the tiktoks and and girls and guys making these weird comments on these quick you know videos oh watch it watch your hit count what's this these aren't, this isn't, you know, the generalization. This isn't the 8 billion people that live on this planet. There are fantastic human beings here, but it's how you connect with them. So, you know, for me, that was was, was the big thing that I think dating full stop needs to change. Now, when we address post-COVID, it's not just us saying this or someone saying this, you know, there are professionals in their field. Um, if anyone has a moment, have a look at the work of a woman called Dr. Marianne Fisher. She's a, she's a very, very well-known a uh, relationship scientist um, and and studies her, her focus if you asked would be around women specifically and specifically the science behind the 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 focus on finding a mate so let's let's just make it very raw and stuff and the one thing i jumped on i had a call with her about 6 months ago when we first got introduced and she's done work with a couple of other agencies and she's she hasn't she's never wanted to align she's been offered with other apps and stuff like that but she never felt it aligned with what kind of her study was and her focus was but she did a big study that kind of blew up during covid because people were at home so they did the survey they reached out and gave her the answers and she the biggest thing that she said to me when we first spoke was look she said in prior to covid when i did the this bits of research there was there was a really clear focal point on what dating was you had a group over here that was Oh, casual. Yeah, they'd be okay with more of a, a hookup culture or maybe ca very casual if it works. But also they, they'd be open to the potential, you know. But I think if you're not focused in that journey, you it's hard to get a person like that to change into a, a relationship person unless they truly want to. The other side of it was, was the really, really intense relationship people. And you'll know them, Olivia. I'll know them. It's the people that God bless them. They can't stand being single. They leave one relationship, they jump in. And that, that is a that is an internal issue that they have there, there is and, and how that works. But we all want relationships, but the vast majority of us sat in this middle. We sat in this, this group of 70, 80, 85% of us, even more, were there where we could go either way. You know, we went into situations, we didn't know what to expect, we were maybe a little burnt, all this. So that was where it was. When she did this post-COVID study and that she was analyzing the results when I spoke to the end of kind of last year, and so kind of mid-2022, the first and the, the biggest thing that she said that Stanley, she says, look, even just looking at the initial data, all right, thousands and thousands of people that have applied and 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 filled out this survey and give me their their personalized experiences with online dating and COVID and stuff like that. She goes, the thing that stands out is that middle where 85, 90% of us were sat has pretty much dissipated. It's gone. And all these people have actually moved across to more relationship. They're, they're not on the fence anymore because this is, you know, the crazy thing is we are, whether you want to admit it, whether you think you're, you know, outlandish or whether you're more introverted, we need people. We need interaction because being alone is great and being able to spend time and, and, and focus on you is very important. But if you were just on your own all the time, it's not a fun time. You know, go and go and go to a, an old people's home. Go and, you know, I, I did some work back in the UK at one and, and it was it's just heartbreaking. You know, you, you don't want a life being alone because if you wake up every day knowing that there's no one there, it's it's not a fun time. And I think two years of of isolation and limited access, let's not say it's so, but limited access made us realize that, you know, we we need to make changes.
But it also meant that conversation and communication was a little bit lost because everything became very digital. We were we were repressed and, and we, we, we couldn't communicate in the way that we had been doing so. So I think we're still kind of we're still shedding that skin, so to speak. We're still mm. emerging. And and I think in in true bug's life form, we're all going to be beautiful butterflies. And I and I. I think it's it's coming, but it it's yeah. gonna take a bit of time. So what I would say to people is patience, you know, like and and I I we just did a partnership with a girl called um Marin. So she's the life of Marin NYC. It's really interesting. Um she decided I'm gonna take, you know, accountability here and do 28 days of February. I'm gonna do 28 dates. Now, you know, she got some negative comments on that, but the vast majority, <laughs> she blew up and she's still like and but the vast majority of the people that I think are reaching out are a, obviously a lot of women, very hurt, saying, hey, I'd kind of switched off from it in this. But the one thing that, that stood out to me was there was a lot of women saying, hey, what do you think about this situation? I didn't feel it on a first date. And, you know, he's like, should I reach out for advice as to why that person didn't feel it? Or, you know, should I entertain it? And I, I think it, there is a real danger with making a decision on a person from one interaction because you don't know what that person is experiencing. Maybe they just had a really crappy day. Maybe something happened in their personal life. And, you know, I know who I am. I'm a really happy-go-lucky guy most of the time, but I go, I can get some really dark times, as we all can. And, you know, mental health problems run in my family, unfortunately, but I'm cognizant of this. Mm. But I don't want you to make a decision on me on that one experience. You know, I, I had a friend who used to watch and review TV and film, and, and he had a three- episode uh, rule so he'd watch three episodes of any new show he'd been introduced <laughs> to and if it didn't grip him in that three he'd, he'd leave it and I would I'd argue the same needs to go to dating because you don't understand a person from a one and a half two hour coffee you need to and if you liked enough of them now if you went and met them you were like absolutely this is a hard no that's nice and easy thank them off you go but, you know, you have to be resilient and you have to know that you've got to put the effort in. I think that's, that's the big change. And COVID has changed us a little bit, but we're we're shedding that skin and we're, we're starting to get back to to where we were at. And I think we'll see better results and I think we'll be better as, as, a, as a generalization. Absolutely. I totally agree with, with all of those sentiments. I think, yeah, that resilience factor is something that, you know, the pandemic definitely took a blow to a lot of us just in terms of like our energy levels to just like, put up with anything else. But yeah, now I do feel like things are opening up in a way where, you know, we 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 can just learn about ourselves and really like invest in the things that are important, right? If the pandemic taught us anything, yeah. it's like what is most important in this life? And it's it's those relationships, it's those connections. Like doesn't matter what your job was or how much money you have, like who what kind of impact did you have on the people around you at the end of the day, right? So Right. Yeah, I definitely think like this is definitely a new realm of like relationships and connection and communication too. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Ditto and what you guys are trying to uh, like. You you talked a little bit about like technology and how you know one it does have this sort of like divisional or dividing factor for us, but then also that you guys are using it in a way that is like making those connections one a little bit faster because it is like sort of face to face, um, but then also is goes beyond like a profile or just like a name and a couple of details, you know, so you can really have like a genuine interaction. So can you talk a little bit more and like walk us through the Ditto app? Yeah, I think you've done a, a great job there. I think 
you know, this idea that you either have to be technology or you have to be, you know, human is 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 not true. I think what we're seeing now is the evolution of of how that's going to merge machine and human is, is yeah. you know, with AI and stuff like that. So, you know, the the online dating space, I would never sit here and <laughs> I would be foolish to because they'd crush us, but I'd never <laughs> like disparage the other apps because they've done beautiful things. You know, Tinder led the way. Actually, Grindr was was first and mm-hmm. Grindr's, it was the initial kind of swipe 2008, Tinder around 2010-11, Hinge along afterwards that. Um, but the the advantage of them is that they've made things a lot more accessible, you know, and that was that was with that comes a great opportunity because so many people, whether it was you know, my parents, my grandparents, your parents, your grandparents, they when there's limited choice, your option for kind of um I suppose companionship in, in the most kind of leveled way is limited because if your choice of men is the 50, 60, 100 men that live in the village you're in, then that's just kind of what happened. And unfortunately, there was there was a lot of unspoken, a lot of things with, you know, domestic abuse and, and, and things that weren't great. But now, so now we, we realize, you know, women realize they're worth more than ever. They want to do so much more. And that's fantastic. You know, guys realize that there's there's more going on and that they're now there. They want a more worldly woman. They want a woman that like wants to, you know, think outside the box that is progressive. I think that's fantastic. But the technology is there to help and assist with that. But what's happened is it's become a catalog. And as you and I know from trying to pick a film on Disney Plus or Netflix or Amazon Prime or, you know, straight away, which damn service do we use? That's the first question. Then of the service, what genre are we going for? And then from there, what of the, you know, 25, 30, 40, 50,000 films under under action, under comedy, are we going to choose from? And then we find one, we like it, then we have a quick review, we jump on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. Oh, the reviews are terrible. And then we start the process again. Like, I don't think most people can pick a film under 20, 25 minutes these days. But we had a far easier journey when we were kids. We'd go into a blockbuster and you'd hear, right, I've got this amount of money. I can get this for seven days for, for $2, or I can get this new release for a day for $2.50. And you, and you had that balance. So it's about aligning the technology with the people and finding that happy medium. So where we see this and, and where, what Ditto is trying to do is put you, put me, put the person first, because that's what you're going to fall in love with. You're not going to fall in love with the fact that I have, you know, moderately to decent personality or, or, or that, that I'm good hair and stuff. You're going to fall in love with the fact that I, that I care, that I want to build a family, that I, I, I want to support you. You're like, that's what you fall in love with. You know, my, you know, my, my aesthetic is one part of it, but my companionship and, and my personalities and, and the rest is, is kind of what makes, makes me the, the package as it were. So I think it's, it's, spinning the technology to refocus on what we think is important and for us that is people not profiles it's giving you a very quick look into what that person is like because in three or four minutes you can tell a lot about a person it doesn't feel like you can but you can tell how relaxed are they are they do they get your jokes like are you do you have similar interests like you don't need long it's the same as if i met you in a bar if 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 someone met you know someone in a bar and was trying to chat them up it's it's like well straight away within a couple of seconds milliseconds i know if i'm attracted to that person from there it's like what's what's the chat like what's the banter like you know are they funny you know like 
I'll take a drink, you know, like <laughs> I would tell any girl, take any drink, you know, like obviously be safe, but absolutely. If someone wants to buy it, that's really nice to by all means, take it. There's, you, there's no contract. You should be able to do that, but you need to get an idea of what that person is like. And I think your time is valuable. That's the most valuable thing in the modern day because we're all trying to do so much. So what we want to do is give you that time back, refocus your attention on dating, but do so in a way that doesn't eat into your, your, your complete work schedule or your life because the numbers like don't lie that the general millennial spends over 10 hours a week swiping and that's that's wow. not going on <laughs> dates that's that's literally yeah. just trying to get to that point because mm. it's a meat market it really is we have accessibility and and we don't want to commit because olivia's great but there might be olivia 2.0 just mm. around the corner <laughs> Right. Oh, no. oh no. You know, and that's but that's not fair to you because yeah. you know, you're this great person, you've got a great soul, you like, you know, you've got all these great qualities. And just a couple of years ago, that would have been enough. And that should right. be enough because if we don't focus on what is good about a person, we're never gonna be happy. Such amazing points. And I think the app definitely, you know, does provide a lot of those things. It's I've I've done like in person speed dating before, but there's just something different about like complete. Like you're in somebody's home essentially, like when you when yeah. you're doing it, right? Like so, yeah. How relaxed are they in their own space? You know, well, that's it. I we jumped mm -hmm. on. I jumped on yesterday just to just to be part of the experience because I actually didn't even have the experience of tech from a consumer user spa. Mm -hmm. Now there's no light to that. I I'm recently single myself, so I thought you know what. I will balance the risk and I'll, and I'll, and I'll see. And what yeah. I loved about it is one of the women I spoke to, um, she, she was, she was about to take a mouthful of food as we connected and she starts laughing. So she was making, making salmon. She'd just gone back, gone back from the gym. She wasn't going to do it, but then she's like, do you know what? No, I need to focus. I need to be present and, and give myself the chance to succeed here. And, mm. and so she was in between, but she's like, I love it. I can, you know, I do it from home. I didn't think any less of her. I, I said to her, that's fantastic. Absolutely multitask and carry me around with you as you're doing. That's fine. <laughs> this is basically a, a quick, yeah. um, a quick getting to know each other. And, you know, the point you made there, which I loved was I've done, you know, in-person speed dating. And a lot of people surprisingly have. It's, it's been around for 20, 24 years. 1998 mm. was the first mm. one in LA. Uh, Rabbi Jacob. I forget his last oh, wow. name, but yeah, it was a Jewish, Jewish organization that came up with it originally and obviously grew up from there. But I used to run these, you know, I, this is, this is a lot of what I did with match. And I'm telling you, I know for women, it could be, it could be actually, it's a very scary place. And it's quite funny. There's two sides to the, to the story. And I'll be just from outside looking in, generally speaking, women hunt in packs. And what that means is you ring your girlfriends and you were a little scared about going, so they go with you. But the problem is those girlfriends aren't single. Right, they're there to yeah. support. <laughs> then you bring to the table a number of men, let's say, because they those events aren't early 20s, they generally skew into the 30s. Guys who've maybe had a couple of years of rejection or maybe weren't the most comfortable anyways. And now they're in this live experience and they've just got to go and interact with people, right? And it's really difficult to do that when you're approaching a group of women because mm. it's like, you know, it's it's easier to talk to one woman, but it's like to uh, to to go to a whole team is is a lot. Now, from a woman's perspective, the the real downside I hear with with uh, speed dating in real life is if you don't vibe with a person, that's fine. That's your prerogative, and that's that's just what life's about. 
The problem with in-person is you finish the event and then the facilitator goes, hey guys, I hope everyone's had a great time. Thanks so much. We had the Now we've got the bar for the rest of the night to so just uh, grab a drink. And, it, and then what happens? You're at the bar, you grab away. a drink and you can't get away. You're stuck <laughs> and you're like, well, this is unpleasant. And it's not mm. fun because he's not doing anything wrong. He just, he, he's, he's just, he really had a thing and, and he's just trying to, but for you, it's not a level of comfort that you want. So mm. I think with something like Ditto allows you to experience that person. But if you're not interested, that's okay. You don't even have, you don't tell them if anyone's wondering how it works. It's you have your chat for four minutes. And at the end of the chat, you get the option to pass or like on that person anonymously, as you do with every other dating app. But mm. you're making that decision with a little bit more substance, a little bit more about them. And, and if you don't connect, that's fine. They don't even know your last name. They don't know anything about you. There's no, there's no pictures that they can download and use Google mm. Image to search on. You know that's because people are smart now. I've I've talked yeah. to guys over the years like, oh, I found this girl. I'm like, oh, and he's like, oh, well, she used a hashtag on one of the pictures, and I looked up the hashtag on Instagram. I'm like, dude, that's kind of creepy. Like, I get it, but I'm like, if if it didn't match, like, you know, maybe maybe take that as a as a hint. Um, so it's just kind of again, just bringing all the best parts of of technology, mm -hmm. bringing the best parts of, of, of real life and, and trying to, to kind of mold that into a solution that works for everyone. Yeah, no, again, great points. I, I, I think I'm, I'm curious, I wanted to go back to something you said about, you know, men and, and women. And I did notice that like at a lot of these speed dating events, and I've talked to a couple of facilitators too, like it's just kind of a struggle for them to get men to come out to these events. Do you, do you think yeah. it's because of that like pack mentality? I'm, I'm not even realizing that I'm doing it with my girls, but yes, I will definitely like invite my non-single friends to come with me because of the comfort thing. But do you think like, um, an app like Ditto could provide a little bit more of that comfort or equity, equity, I guess, in that environment. So that way both parties can feel that comfort. I I believe I, well, I don't just believe so. I know so based on the, mm -hmm. you know, the two years we've run over, you know, we've run over almost a thousand events. We've had, you know, close to 10,000 users through Isodate now to Ditto. And then like, you know, we've had engagements, we've had this, we've had that. So it's, it's been great. There is a point that that I don't want to miss out because it is a very, very, very important point, and it is a around safety, you know. And, and the, the, you can't argue with the statistics. Unfortunately, women are far more prone to be the the um, on the wrong end of a sexual assault or something like that because you don't know who you're meeting. This is that you know I can put up great pictures, I can have someone running my chat for me. And very, very few people will ask for a video date, maybe a little bit more post COVID now that we've been using video for more of our kind of day to day interactions. But it's still seen as weird, which is really dangerous because you don't know who you're meeting. You don't know kind of what the experience is going to be said so that that is a, a point that I don't want to I don't want to draw away from. And I, like you only need to hear one case. And one case is too much. And there has been a, you know, a staggering, staggering rise in the last five, six, seven years, you're talking about a, you know, 12, 1300% rise in sexual assault and, and rape cases, which is just horrible, absolutely horrible to hear. And there are bad people in the world. You know, it doesn't make everyone bad. It doesn't make all men, the vast majority of guys, the 99.99% of men are, are good. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're a bit crappy attitudes, but they're not bad. Same with women. It's just, it's focusing the importance. But when you talk about kind of that equity, I think, that's part of it is that the safety element is, is probably comes into it as well. But if there is, we still see it. We still, we've always have done. Um, with Ditto, it's not actually too bad, but with Isolate, we'd skew 
I think women make decisions a lot quicker. I think the way a woman's mind works is a lot more decisive. You see, you want, you do. Whereas a guy, and what's really funny from data, from the data side of things, this isn't just a heterosexual thing. And this became really funny. And I've talked to friends, you know, who, who are in the, you know, that, that community and they laugh about it too. Gay men are very non-committal as well. So I thought, oh, it's a, just a heterosexual problem. Nope, <laughs> gay men are equally as bad because we see something, we think about it, we forget about it, we come back to it. And I think there's all kinds of reasons as to why that might be. Maybe there's 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 a, a weird kind of societal thing if the guy doesn't want to put too much effort in. Maybe there's something to do with, you know, that non-committal thing. I think that's a major part of it. But a platform like this, it gives you that that baseline where you both know you just come into experience to try something different. And, you know, there's no point in us lying anymore. There's no point in us all being like, hey, on our profiles, I uh, will just tell people we met at a wedding or, or at, at a coffee shop. Or, no, you didn't. You know, 45, 50% almost of a, of a new relationships are online based. Like that, that is the, that's the North American statistic. That's how we do it. And it's it's because of the the ease of use. Our lives are completely organized by our phones, our calendars, our schedules, our money transfers, everything, everything. It's, it's frightening. So understanding that and realizing, right, that's not going to change, but we can change and we can course correct. And I, the one thing I, I, I definitely say, and, you know, again, I'm no guru, I'm no expert. I can't stand some of the people that, that consider themselves Oh, I'm I'm experts. For me, if you're going to be an expert, show me. You know, if you if you're going to advise on relationships, so show me 25 years of marriage with with kids. You know, if you're going to advise on money, show me tens of millions of dollars of success. You know, don't be some person with a microphone going, oh well, let me you know let me. And I'm like, well, haven't you just split up with another person? Like you know, practice what you preach. And the one thing I will say is, before you write off online dating, before you write off the journey, the experience. Remember two things. Number one, it is a marathon, not a sprint. You know, dating takes time, finding a person that you are going to fall in love with and build a strong future with. That is not something you want to rush. And if it takes you four, five, six years, just, just remember that it's all part of the journey and you'll look back and you'll, there'll be pain, but you'll look back and there'll be, there'll be pleasure and there'll be moments that made you happy. And that's what life's about. And the second thing I'd say is, from a relationship perspective, we've all been hurt. Like I'm, I'm fresh out of a relationship and it, and it, it's raw. Like I, I know why you started this podcast and I think it's a great thing and, and it hurts. It really hurts, but I'm, I'm trying to kind of give myself time to process it and go, right, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? But the only thing I can change and the only thing that you can change in every person out there that is berating men or women or this or that is you can't change a person. You can change you. So if you look at what just happened, try and identify anything that you could. Were you too accessible? Were you not accessible enough? Did you communicate properly? Did you not communicate enough? Were you responsive? You know, were you receptive and, and encouraging or were you quite dismissive? And you, were you validating their, their, their input and their time? And if you weren't, just address that and, and learn and, and move forward better than you were last time. But if you keep doing the same thing, over and over and you want different results albert einstein literally term like termed that as insanity that is what it is so you're as bad you're you're, you're the problem you know and I, I it's not that 
you know, you don't deserve happiness, you don't deserve this, but you have to take accountability for what you can control. And if you can't control someone else, don't worry about it. Absolutely. Learn from it and move on. 100%. Dropping gems. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for all of those points. They're just beautifully beautifully said. Um, Can you tell us a little bit before I let you go, um, future features coming up on Ditto or do you guys, are you planning any future events um, down the line? Yeah. So we have a a couple of interesting ones that we're working on right now. I won't won't do too much just uh until everything's 100 percent signed sealed and all that but what i will say is you know right now we're live we're operating it's tuesdays at 8 p.m so if you're sat on the fence and oh i'm not sure just give it a go you know like sign up toggle download the app ios or android most of new york is ios as we found out so that's quite funny um and give it a go you know toggle in join at, at that time tuesday evening and it's an hour that's it. It's an hour of your time. It might even be a little bit less. And, you know, we'll match you with up to 10 people that we think are a good, good choice for you. And, you know, give it a go. If it doesn't work the first time, but you enjoy like the way that it works, come back, do another, do another, just, just know that it's one hour. That's all we're asking you to commit. And from there, if you get a match, don't, don't dick around, like don't wait, get on there message like you were like, that's, then you just go to the messaging part of the app. Like that's like every other dating app out there. And, and, you know, be be mindful of how you move forward with that. But, you know, for us, from from a, a situation of, of um, what we're looking to offer, we're working on some partnerships. So what we've always seen this and where we're, we're very much looking forward to in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be um, much, uh, moving back, uh, back to kind of a, a live hosting element at the beginning. And so where we've always seen an excitement for us there is giving you a small engagement before you're starting. So that could be, working with, you know, a, a really cool liquor brand, like maybe it's a Jameson or a Glenfiddich and it's having their, their brand ambassador with us in a shoot, like doing a very quick, here's how you make an awesome cocktail. By the way, guys, we're going to be giving away 10 free free cocktails. Maybe it's, hey, we're working with a tourism board and we've got a trip for two um, and and we're going to be picking one of the matches from this event and we're going to be sending you off for a weekend somewhere. Like something that adds a bit of value rather than just, you know, what what the journey is. And, our main focus with anything that we add is to be very, very careful with not adding too much and, and kind of saturating you with just another app that's trying to sell you everything. Anything that we add, we don't want to over gamify. There's a big, big terminology in, in the, the brass scene of the, or the global scene of, of dating is this idea of gamification. And you know, all the major, major players are all owned by two or three companies and they're, they're all doing the same and they're starting to bring in a lot of the features that you've seen on, on let's say, other social apps. Um, and I think some of them are really good ideas, some 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 not so good, at, time will tell. But for me, I just, I think gamifying is is not really what I would link with, you know, building and being, you know, mindful of my relationship journey. I think we want to add things that that help. So we have ideas. One of the features I don't mind talking about is stop the clock, which is something we'll be releasing in probably a, a couple of months time. And it will give you the opportunity a couple of times per session to extend your conversation. So if you and I are having a great chat and we see that we've only got 15 seconds left on the chat, I can request to stop the clock. If you accept it, we just we get another two minutes and we 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 have that time to get to know each other and that might make a difference. So anything that we're adding is going to be focused on improving your journey, 
Um, we're working with some great brands now, a couple of coffee entities and stuff that trying to drive, you know, giveaways, vouchers. So if anyone's listening, like get on, we're doing a lot now and trying to help set up, you know, good first date spots. Here's a $10 mm-hmm. coffee voucher, go and buy someone a coffee and go and actually meet and talk and continue that, that better experience. I love it. I'm so excited. Um, Definitely for anyone listening, I highly recommend trying it out. We're going to put the link um, to download everything in the show notes so you can go there to check um, where where to download the app. Um, But really, it's like it, it, it was, you know, obviously a little like nervous, anxious at first when you start. But like after that first conversation, I was like, oh, this is really easy. And actually, like I am learning way more about this person than I would in, you know, just swiping or just reading from a profile or anything like that. Or even even on like a first date, because like I said, I'm I'm really like it's a prioritized, like focused moment. I'm like in a safe, comfortable spot in my home. And yeah, I'm just I, you could just have a wonderful conversation with someone. And it's a great way to also practice those skills, too. If maybe you're maybe you haven't been on the dating scene in a while, maybe it's like intimidating to think about like going out somewhere. You can really just try this app to like just get yourself into that groove of like being able to just share yourself with someone else. So highly recommend Ditto. Definitely check them out. And i um, very excited to look out for these like upcoming changes and features and everything that you guys are offering. So thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you, Luke. No worries. Thank you so much. And it's been great. And, you know, continue on your journey. I think it's it's great what you're doing. And, you know, if you reach a million people, if you reach 10 people, you only have to help one and everything you do, you left a positive change on this planet. So I think you, you should be mindful of that. So it was great having you. And please, if anyone, you know, if you want to find out more, you can just, uh, you can get us online. It's just letsditto.co is the website. It's at letsditto for Instagram, stuff like that. Um, and and reach out to us. We're we're here to help and we're here to here to talk. So if you have any ideas or anything that you'd like to see us do more, then we're, we're very receptive at this stage. Wonderful. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you all so much for joining me today on another episode of Healing Through Love. As always, if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, feel free to reach out on social media at solidarity underscore media. If you head to the show notes of today's episode, you'll find links and more information about today's guest. Thank you all so much for your continued support and look forward to updating you soon. Bye.